Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three on the Thrillos uh, Global Podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Alongside me from Mavros Productions is Chrisos. How are you, mate? Yes, good. How are you? Happy to be here, as always. Gerete. Bravo, bravo. Alongside me as well from now Olympiacos Australia 7 is Liam. How are you going? Galenita, CJ. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, man. <laughs> bravo, bravo. Boys, how's uh, everyone's week so far? Just a quick catch up with everyone. Yeah, yep. not bad. Go, Chris. I also didn't hear from you last week. so. Oh, uh, yeah. Not bad. Week's been okay. Um, just looking forward to Olympia Gors, Abuel, all the all the Hellenic teams playing in Europa and hoping and hoping to get results, hopefully. And just looking forward to that. The week has been pretty good so far. That's good, mate. That's good. For those of you guys that don't know, Chrisos uh, is a devoted Olympia Gors fan, but he's also just as big of an Upper Well fan, huh? Yeah. You're an upper well fan, yeah? Not Correct. I am an upper well fan. Nope, 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 nope. Up <laughs> well. Mono up well. Right. That's it, mate. That's it. We, Olympiacos fans, remember the group stage uh, Europa League with upper well, right? Liam? I think 2015, six, nah, 16, I think. 2016, I was there at the Karaskaki. So, uh, really? Oh, there you go. That's insane. I remember it very fondly, yeah. Well, that's good stuff. All righty. Uh, Liam, let's uh, send our message to our Greek mates over in Greece. Ναι, καλημέρα στους Έλληνες. Αποφασίσαμε ότι από την επόμενη εβδομάδα θα κάνουμε την εκπομπή και στα ελληνικά. Ψάχνουμε κάποιον να ψάχνουμε για κάποιος να μπει στο podcast μας. Αν ενδιαφέρεσαι να μας στείλεις DM στο θρύλος κόβου. Um, so Instagram, I'm interested in the podcast of the podcast. Beautiful. Thanks for that, Liam. All right, guys. So just before we uh, touch up on everything, you know, there's a big game coming up uh, on Friday. Uh, that's the Australian time, 5 a.m. We got our third qualifying round with uh, Slovan Bratislava to get into the Europa League after our uh, humiliating and Embarrassing 4 0 smashing by uh, Maccabi Haifa. Christos, you weren't here last week. Uh, real quick, did you want to um, share your thoughts on that on that match? Um, not really much to say, to be honest. Um, not really something that we we kind of want to talk about. Um, losing 4 0 to Maccabi Haifa, um, but um, we should just just focus on the next game. Against Slovan Bratislava, hopefully we can get a result again against nobodies. So hopefully we can pull through because <laughs> we 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 need we need something after last week. To be honest, that was I didn't even watch the highlights. It was that I could I just couldn't like I couldn't fathom watching him. Believe me, you did not miss out. Um, <laughs> alrighty, <laughs> uh, well since before we get into the game. Uh, obviously, it's a big game on Friday, big game for the club. Uh, and also a big game for Olympiacos because Martins is no longer our active coach at Olympiacos. He's out. Sad. And um, it's, it's a bit bittersweet for me personally. Um, it, it took longer than I than I uh, thought, to be honest, because I thought he, he'd... 
you know, pretty much be sacked the next day. But Liam, we were, we were discussing last week, it, it took a couple of days for him to get out, but it, it finally happened. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I think it's fair to say to start off by saying thank you to, to Martins. Um, you know, obviously what's happened recently, um, the last season or so, I think it gets people forgetting what he achieved at the club the first few seasons. Um, you know, he was one, let's be honest, he was probably one of the greatest coaches we've had in a very long time. Not many coaches stayed at Olympiacos for four years. Um, he got us dreaming again. He got us to that top European stage, competing with teams like Bayern when they were the best team in the world, Tottenham, Arsenal. Um, so, yeah, you know, he, he, he did a fantastic uh, job with us. So thank you to Martins, all credit to him. But, yeah, it was time, as we spoke about last week, it was time for him to go. Um, it happened. It happened a bit late. And I think that has to do maybe with a bit of um, them trying to see if he was going to resign and, they wouldn't have to pay out his contract or if they were going to sack him. And I think that was the reason why he didn't go the next day. Um, but yeah, it's happened now and we've got a new coach, which I'm sure we're going to talk about soon. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong. I feel uh, I might be wrong actually, because I'm not too sure. Nothing's been reported if he was actually sacked or if he's left on his own terms. Did, did you guys hear anything? No, I believe he, he got sacked. Um, sacked, yeah. He, he, they, they, he sort of left... They might they might have struck a deal of some sort, but because he he left by saying that he has a good relationship with Marinakis and he thanks him for everything, so it seemed like it was a pretty decent exit. Um, but no, I think he got sacked. I don't think he resigned. Yeah, which I is fair enough. Last, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. the last, especially with the the amount of time he's been there, the last thing you want obviously is for it to end. Yeah. You know, with on on bad terms. I, I think Martins knew in the back of his mind as well that his time had come had had come up and you know his his time there was a full circle. You know, Martins came in obviously when Olympiakos was was a, at a at a pretty low point. Uh Marinakis basically coming down, slashed forty four players and staff, got them all out. Uh, Martins came at a, a pretty low low time and he, he built it from the ground up. Basically made all us fans dreamers again, believers. We we loved the football we were watching as well. Um, not only what he did in Europe, uh, but also within the league. Obviously, this his second season in winning the double. That was that was just amazing. Um, yeah. So what he's done for the club speaks volumes. His name is in gold forever at the club, and who knows? Maybe down the track. Might see him again. Who knows? I you mean, never know. You never, never know. know. I and he did he end. Will. He did end his um post of saying thank you to Olivia, of course, by saying that saying about I'll see you soon, Greece, or something like that. So you never know. You never know. That's Possibly it. head coach. You never know. That's it. That's it. Um. Yeah, it's a bit, bit of a bittersweet that. Uh, bittersweet that one. Um. Top five games in the Martins era, uh, Liam. What are some of your favourite games from uh, under Martins? Um, I think my favourite game ever with Martins was potentially, and this might sound, you probably won't have the same as this, but the Tottenham 2 all draw, the first game of the Champions League, because it was that game that I really realised like how good we, we really were at that point. And I really, I really enjoyed watching that. We could have got more from that game. And, you know, it was it was for the first time in a very long time we saw Olympiacos competing with a top, top team in Europe and almost 
pretty much outplaying them. So that was probably one of my favourite games. Um, obviously, the Arsenal LRB 120th minute. <laughs> Who's going to forget that one? That was an iconic game. The 5-1 against Ike. Um, the 2-0 against Bulk in what year was that? When Simikas went on that insane run. Uh, what, was, what was the score? I think it was, was that the 2-0 game? Was when, uh, did we play Tuba? Yeah, it was in Tuba. And Simikas went on that run. Or, or maybe that was, I don't know. I don't know. If that was Maybe that was a different game. <laughs> Mate, we play them so many times with the playoffs and stuff these days. Five, <laughs> and the Cubs. It's like, we first bulk six times a year, mate. Five, six times a bloody year. <laughs> we could keep up. That's yeah. it. Anyways, whatever. That was that was it. And yeah. I also uh, shout out to the game against Marseille where Hassan scored that 92 yep. minute header. Definitely. I went yep. mental in that one. So, yeah. That, what about you, Chris? Was... What, what were some of your favourites? Uh, and and CJ as well. Chris yeah, there's, 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 there's been quite a few. I'm not going to say the one that I've been talking about. Relax, that's not going to be mentioned. Uh, yeah, there's been quite a few, but as I see, you probably mentioned most of them, all the European campaigns, Arsenal, uh, Tottenham, all those all those fixtures are probably my favourites. You haven't really said, there's not really any other ones that stick to my mind, but those ones definitely are big. You know, Hassan and El Arabi's. Scoring yeah. for us, um, definitely not the Maccabi game, but <laughs> but uh, the Arsenal Marseille definitely some of my favorite games, one hundred percent. Yeah, mm, I agree. I remember j- just to your point, uh, Liam uh, and and Chris was with them. Oh, what was it? The Tottenham game, the two all draw. I remember watching that exactly. The thoughts you had, I because because. When we started the game, well, before the game, I was thinking to myself, okay, Olibiakos are going to like, you know, sit sit back, long ball, try and get a couple of chances here and there. But they took the game by the Arhidia, that one. They yeah. were showing Tottenham up. Um, like, just watching them, they were fearless. They were so comfortable. They were fast on the ball. Semedo as well. Yep. The way he played that game, I knew he was a serious defender. I knew he was yeah. going to be. Well, obviously, we know how it panned out, but he, yeah. he was a big yeah. part of that team. And and that season, Omar El Abdelawi showed his worth. Oh, El Abdelawi! Ah. Yeah, he absolutely showed. Like he was always a decent right back. Don't get me wrong, but the players he was also surrounded by brought the best mm. out of him. Yeah, um, yeah the, that nineteen twenty season was just phenomenal. What I loved about that game as well in the Spurs game was the fact we were 2 0 down. Um, and you know, you'd think Olympia, of course, 2 0 down against uh, against Spurs, it's game over. You know, they're going to put mm. three, four past us. The fact the way we fought back and we should have even won the game in the end was incredible. So, yeah, that, that was a truly yeah. uh, special game, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Um, as for my top five, I've gone with. AC Milan against Olympiacos. So our oh, yeah. victory. Forgot about that one, man. That yep. that was a, an amazing, you know, we obviously had to get, I think we, we had to win by two goals. That yeah, one. So it was we, two goals that kind of scared the last game. Yeah. Yeah. It was that one. Uh, obviously, Olympiacos and uh, Arsenal in uh, the Europa League. I think everyone knows the one I'm yep, talking about. The, every year we get them in the Europa League. Like. <laughs> 
I think we're equal with them now, like as in six wins for them, six wins for us and a couple of draws, I think. I might be wrong, but now we always have their number for sure. Um, one of my other favorite ones was our three nil win against Fenerbahce. Mm, yes, last yeah. year, last year, you wrote the league. In that was season. that was that was yeah, that was probably that was great. Obviously, for Greek people, we know why, but yep. also <laughs> it's nice beating the, Turks. Not yep. Olympiakos was already well. They started the season off, even though they been they were winning. They were still fairly poor with. Uh, their possession and their attempts on goal. So that game happened. Uh, Masuras had a great game. Masuras did have a great game. What yeah, a goal he scored in that game! You got well. it. You yeah. have to admit. You have to admit. I know you, CJ. You've got it. You're a bit iffy about Masuras, but Masuras had an amazing game that that game. He did that. That, well, that, that volley. Oh, goal! Man, of the man, season, I, <laughs> well, I was talking to my dad about that game. I said, uh, "Like Masuras scores the impossible stuff, but." When it comes to two yards out, forget <laughs> it. it. It's crushed with us. Anyway, uh, but, you know, like, Olympiacos were, were fairly poor up until that point. And I can't remember, Liam, was that the first game? Or the, no, that was the second match for the Europa League, right? We had Royal Antwerp yeah. first. Yep, that was the and second one. I don't know if you remember that game, but that... I'm pretty sure yeah, Bratislava yeah. were in that group too. Uh, uh, was this no, last no. season? Yeah, I'm pretty, well, we have versed Bratislava before. That's how I know who they are because they've versed Olympiagos. Or maybe they've versed one of the... Super no, no, no. We, we, beat, we beat Slovan last uh, years to, to get into the Europa League, the qualifiers. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's but, correct. But we'll touch up on that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Olympiagos came out with this 3-0 win and we're like, surely Martins has turned it around. But uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> Long story short, he didn't. A uh, couple, couple other, uh, couple other favorites was our two 0 win against Balk in twenty twenty. So it was the in the semi final of the Great Cup. We were three two down on aggregate. We came back at the Karaskaki one two 0 That's another one and uh, a three 0 win against Panathinaikos in the same year. El Arabi, yeah, yeah. Masuras, and Kafu in the game. 90th minute. That was just yeah. pure dominance. So those are the ones that stick out for me. Beautiful. Righty, so on to the next point. Uh, before we go on, sorry. So yeah, as we said, thank you, Martins, for everything. It's thank you, Martins. The, Obrigado. Obrigado. It's <laughs> time at the club, obviously, won't ever be forgotten for the good reasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was time to move on. And for us to move on to our new coach, Carlos Corberan. Guys, mm. what are your thoughts? Carlos. Uh, Chris, you said you did some research on him yesterday. So if you want to yes. run us uh, through the basics of Corberan. Uh, so Corberan uh, had a bit of a coaching stint in Cyprus. I feel like lots of people that have coached in Greece coached in Cyprus. Uh, he coached Doxa and Ermis. So for those that don't know Cypriot football, they have... Mid-table, uh, bottom, the bottom teams. Um, Voxa, uh, first division. I think Ermis came up, so he coached them. He had 102 games for Huddersfield, 37.25% win record, and he's also coached Leeds under Marcelo Bielsa. So that's obviously something that we can look into uh, because Bielsa did a lot of. Sorry to cut Leeds. you off. 
Chris, I, th- yep. I think you mean Huddersfield Town. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah Huddersfield Town. Oh no, Town, no, yep. no, assistant. no, no, he, he, he yeah, was yeah. the assistant he did, under Bielsa at least. Oh, he was the assistant apologies. under Bielsa. Yep, yeah. yep, he was the assistant apologies. under Bielsa. Yep. So hopefully he can bring some Leeds United players. You know, Patrick Benford could possibly come to the Piagos. Uh, <laughs> so I think it's good having that person that's coached in England because then he can obviously help us into if we get an English opponent, how they play and how yeah how they play and move the ball. And just even having that experience can definitely help us. So that's a bit of background about Galos. Yep. Right. Um, I think the, the thing that really struck me when I first read about him was the fact that in his first season at Huddersfield, he finished 20th um, with not much. He didn't get much backing in the in the uh, transfer window. And he managed to turn around the next season with hardly any money spent again. And we all know what they did last season. They made it to the playoff final and lost to Nottingham Forest, finished third. So he, he has the ability to turn things around clearly. And I feel like we're in a bit of a state where we're not in our best position and that would have been the same with Huddersfield. They weren't in their best position where we would have taken over. And he turned things around. So, yeah, I, I guess we're going to have to be a bit patient with him. We're going to give got to give him some leniency. But, yeah, that's that's what struck me the most, the fact that they were almost relegated and then they went to making the playoff final. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, <coughs> very resilient by the sounds of, it, sounds of it. Yeah, I guess you could call that, yeah. Um, I guess the only worrying thing I have is not much European experience like uh mm-hmm. Europa League Champions League those type of games yeah. that's the only worrying thing I have is that he doesn't have that experience so we don't know how he's going to cope managing in a European situation I think uh his biggest challenge ahead of him is uh dealing with the locker room yep. I think lots of, um, yep lots there's of a lot of damage there it's, it's a bit toxic at the moment um a lot of players at Olympiacos are unhappy um well, and, oh, and yeah. then, oh no, go ahead, Liam. Well, yeah, I was just going to say that's that's exactly his um his his issue right now. There's a lot of players. There's a lot of players who are unhappy. Um, he's got to make a lot of decisions and quick decisions as well. Doesn't have much time because the transfer window is going to close. But I guess what helps out helps him out a bit here is the news of yesterday, Avram Papadopoulos, obviously retiring and becoming that general captain. I think that's what they're calling it. That's correct. And he's going to be sort of, you know, I think he's going to be acting as a sort of third person in between the coach and the players and helping things um, get along there. So, yeah, hopefully that helps helps him out a bit in that situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Because uh, obviously, like, players, you know, Avram, the role he has and the role Torosidis has as well. So it's good that he has some people behind the scenes as well that sort of... Um, have the Olympiacos sort of, you know what I'm trying to say? Like they, yeah, they, the pathos, they, the blood. The pathos, they bleed Olympiacos. And obviously, we saw Torosidis get a yellow card for it um, <laughs> yeah. against Maccabi because yeah, you see, it's the Khalia that's on there. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. That's exactly so, right. You know, hmm. get Papavopoulos in there, tell the young players this and that. Yep. If you don't like it, get out. That's also my message to players like Agi Bull. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah. ever since last year, whenever the, the, the news came out, Liverpool won him, AC Milan won him, this and that, biggest Okefali, plays like a butzer now, forget it, mate. Yeah. I, I don't care for that. Like players like that can get out. Yeah. 
that's me personally. But uh, back, back to Carlos for a second. So, yeah, obviously, I don't think Huddersfield are big spenders. Even when they were in the Premier League, they didn't spend much money uh, mm-hmm. when, when they got promoted. So maybe maybe he got done a bit dirty in the first season. Obviously, I mean, if he had not much to work with for the second season, but took him to the to the playoffs or, or wherever they he took Huddersfield then. Yeah, I mean, good on him. Uh, look, looking at his record, he he has 102 games for Huddersfield. So this is between the uh, 23rd July 2020 to 7th July 22. 102 games, 38 wins, 28 draws, 36 defeats. So he has a 37.25% win rate. Um, so looking at that without knowing the facts doesn't look too great. Um, but obviously, that's accounting for his first season, first season there yeah. as well. And I didn't do too good. So the I have second a bit season makes yeah. volumes. Yeah, I have a bit of a hot take. Uh, I don't know if many Olympiacos fans are going to like this, but I don't think he's going to last very long. I don't know. I have a hunch mm. that he's just not going to last long. You know, just looking at the teams, not being able to coach Voxa and Udmis, that's a bit like if you can't do that, how are you going to coach the biggest club in in Greece? And so for me, I don't know. I reckon he's got. Three or four months in him. I would love to be proven wrong, but if I'm proven right, then just remember that it was said here first. Well, yeah, I, I I can actually see where you're coming from, Christos, because I feel like with him, he's a 39-year-old coach. He's young. He's going to obviously be ambitious, and I think he can go either of two ways. One, he's either going to do really well, he's going to surprise us, and you know he's going to bring us back to some some of the good old days of Olympiacos. Or the other is it could go terribly wrong. He could fail to qualify for Europa League. Who knows what happens there with the Commons League after and things just go wrong and he could be gone in a few months like Chris was just saying. So I see it as going either way, no in-between. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, um, I'm agreeing with Liam. You could go one or two ways. Like He is fairly young. He's only 39. And uh, he was even younger at clubs like uh, Voxa and Edemis uh, there, Chris. So... Yeah. The thing is, like, he's 39. Our oldest player's 37. So, will the players take him seriously as well? Uh, obviously, you know, I think that the first impression is very important when he comes into the club. He needs to really assert himself. He really needs to make his job there very clear to the club, to the fans, to the players. He needs to tell them what he wants, what he wants to see from them. Um, like yeah, 100%. I'm I'm not gonna write him off just yet because when Mitchell came in as well a few years ago, he was he was a, a bit in, inexperienced as well. Um, we've had coaches that didn't have a lot even, of experience. Even Pedro like Martin, no, yeah. no one really knew who he was before he joined us. Yeah. So um, it can it can go one or two ways. Um, but I think a lot of the things he does for the Slovan game coming up, which we'll talk about shortly. Uh, we'll say a lot, for example, squad yeah, that yeah. he decides to put out, the players he decides to call back. Obviously, I'm not I'm not expecting right, at least right now, Adrutos, Fortunis, Vrusai, players like that to come back right now. There's a lot of damage done. And if Carlos wants those players, he's going to have to take the time to really talk with them because... Uh, yeah, their confidence must be Jalia right now. But yeah. Pedro did some damage there. But we could talk about them shortly. Um, 
Liam, do you know anything of uh, his style of play? I know he likes to be a bit aggressive. Yeah. Well, I was listening to the Gate 7 International podcast again the other day and they offered some great analysis of the way he's going to play. And I also did some of my own um, reading. And it looks like he is a very attack-minded coach. Um, he's, he's the classical Spanish manager. Loves having triangles all over the pitch, you know, playing, <laughs> keeping the ball, um, you know, holding the possession. Um, it looks like his formation is quite odd. He will be setting up, well, the way he set up at Huddersfield was he sort of had like three um, centre-backs, but one was sort of like just in front of the other two centre-backs. So almost like, almost like a DM, but like not a DM. It's hard. I don't know how to explain that too well. But yeah, so that was his setup in the back. He had the full-backs, the wing-backs. Um, and then he had the two sort of attacking midfielders, the midfielders who will be playing further up the pitch, and then the three attackers with one winger sort of being an out-and-out winger sitting towards the touchline, and the other one being more of an inverted sort of second striker, which um, I can see Masuras um, excelling in that role because that's what he likes to do, get space, get him behind. Um, so, yeah, that's the sort of football he plays. And in defence, he plays a bit of a an, something I haven't seen too often um, with, with Huddersfield. I, f- it was, I think it was a 4-1, 4-1 sort of setup. So, yeah, it's... It's going to be interesting to see to see what he um how how we how this works in Greece because you know you don't see too much tiki taka sort of attacking football in Greece and high pressing because that's another thing he presses high um in Greece so yeah it's going to be interesting to see how that works but yeah I'm excited because it sounds it sounds interesting it sounds like it's going to be good yeah. to to watch so yeah okay yeah no that that's good oh, I mean I hope well I mean no disrespect to Huddersfield at all but. Carlos is coming into a team where we have quality players, no disrespect again, but he's also coming to a club where we are willing to spend money. So if he can um, implement his styles with the players that we have, that's great. Um, again, we saw it in the early couple seasons, Martins managed to utilize players like Masuras. Uh, obviously, he had Simikas and Podence, so... You know, if he can bring the best out of these players, that would be great. And uh, I think they need to kick up the butt as well. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully he, he does look like a guy you don't really want to <laughs> mess around with. He, he has that look to him. Um, yep. But no, that's uh, thanks for that, Liam. Um, no, no. I think uh, for, for now, I think we just have to wait till Friday, see what happens. I think that's going to say a lot. Obviously, exactly we need... Right. A new coach, he's, you know, with new players, he's going to have to, you know, have some time. This is probably another transition season, unless he can hit the ground off running. Uh, I think Martins hit the ground with in his first season as well. I mean, well, he, he came towards the end of, uh, I can't remember which season, but he ca- came towards the end. And the next year, you know, uh, I, I, was, it, was it the next year we, we played AC Milan? Yeah, that was the next. Yeah, season. I mean, yeah, he went into the round of thirty-two. I mean, that's pretty good for your. No, uh, yeah, no. yeah, your first season, pretty much. You know, new team as well. So, bravo, bravo. If if Carlos can do something like that, I'd be happy. Um, yeah, but that's it. I think that's it for now. Okay, nice. let's uh, briefly touch up on Avram Papadopoulos, club legend, has uh, hung up his boots 
Melbourne boy. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne born and raised. I don't know about raised, but Melbourne born. <laughs> so uh, after 212 appearances, six goals, eight Greek uh, Super League titles, four Greek Cups, he has hung up the boots. Um, boys, your coming. thoughts? It was coming sooner or later, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there a club probably said to him, look, we need squad, like we need plays in our squad. Um, I think the best thing for you is to retire, hang up those boots, and obviously we'll give you a, we'll still give you a role within the club. But I think what's best for both parties would be to retire because you're not going to play me- not many minutes, if any minutes at all. So it's probably best if you retire as well. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people, especially in Greece at that age, will drop to a team up in Vita Rama Ethniki, and I don't see the point in that. Well, you're going to play. Uh, you're you're gonna get paid with Melizanes or some shit. Free free euros. Or even better, get get paid the Kagela like the Panther Mike Ross fans. Anyway, um, but you know, Avram ha- has had a wonderful career at Olympiakos. Uh, fun fact as well: his first goal for Olympiakos was against Slovan Bratislava. Well, Matt, should, should have go. kept him for one more game. <laughs> should have kept him one more game. Put him, put him up front for the last minute. Fire out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we remember um, his um, Brisbane Raw days as well. Yeah, so. when he came back to the A League. <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, he's no. <laughs> you don't, you don't remember that CJ, do you? <clears throat> oh, I don't want to. <laughs> Didn't nah, he get yeah. fined for spitting on someone? Yeah, he did. He did. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember that. No, nah, a, a legend of the club. Uh, he's done. He's, he's done a yeah. lot over the years, and I'm I'm happy that he's taken up this new role. Um, hopefully, he helps helps things behind uh, behind the scenes. That's it. Look, I mean, he feels his body at the end of the day. If he feels like his time's up, you know, like the professional footballers, like they they go through a lot, a lot of training, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of compromise. So. You know how, like, when, when, when players retire, you know, you see them, you know, like Sammy Nasri, uh, Wesley Schneider. They, they're not looking fit, like, as they once used to be. But yeah, man, they, these players go through some tough stuff and, you know, like, they just want to hang up the boots, enjoy life a bit, you know. Yep. Uh, but good on Avram Papadopoulos. He'll, he's had some unforgettable pairings as well. Oleg, what was his name? Olaf Melberg? Yeah, Melberg, remember yeah. that one? Yeah, what a gun pairing that was. Uh, yeah. Played briefly with uh, Manolas as well. Back in his prime days. Uh, back in the day. Back in the yeah. day. Yep, 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 yep. They grow up fast, don't they? <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, to mention, uh, 37 appearances for the ethnic year. Uh, he played in the 2010 World Cup. He also made an appearance in uh, the 2012 Euros. However... Uh, sustained an injury in the first game, so. But still, and that's the uh, that's the last we there. talk about the ethnicy, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's a whole that's a whole other podcast, the ethnicy. Until <laughs> uh, yeah. we verse Cyprus, I think we're versing Cyprus soon, huh? Soon, yeah. Yeah, this happens all the time as well. That's the, should... that's Olympiakos. That's the Olympiakos Arsenal, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I think that's more the uh, Greece and Cyprus. We just win all the time. Hey, if we win, you win. If you win, we win. Doesn't matter. That's it. Brothers at the end of the day. That's it. Exactly. Yep. 
But this time it does matter. We need the ethnic here to win. We mm. need to get to a. They're both called the. They're both called that. So, either or. <laughs> One of them. Yep. One of them. Alrighty, uh, I think that's it for that. Uh, once again, congratulations, Avram. Um, oh, but before we continue, sorry, how good was it, uh, Liam, to see Avram Papadopoulos come back uh, also with like Torosidis, you know, like... Socrates. We... Just all the old boys no, coming back. Not, not, not so much. Socrates was a... Uh, he was Ike. A Nike yeah, he was, he yeah, was yeah, he was Ike, yeah. yeah Manolas. Manolas, yeah. Um, you know, when, when they first came back... It, no, it's it's good. They, they killed the club them. Was, I mean, they, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, wonderful. we respect our legends. We've we've treated them well, Avram and Dorosidis. And, yeah, Avram, that's a great point. Avram, uh, I remember that season in the Champions League qualifiers when we played, like, Plizen and those mm. teams. We had a lot of in- injuries in centre-backs, and Avram came in and killed it. And he, he was actually in the starting 11 for a few weeks. They didn't take him out because he was playing that well. So yeah, he's been he's been good pick up. Um, it's been good to have even, him back. Um, and yeah, even towards the end of last season, he was he was playing a few of the Kipela, yeah, yeah, in the exactly. in the league as well. And he was teaching these young kids how to do them. Yep, how yep. to get the job done. So that's it. Bravo to us, bravo to us. I'm happy he will be able to still have a role at the club because his uh, presence is definitely you know he has a leadership yeah presence there. So bravo. Anyway. Moving on, let's talk about uh, recent transfers. Uh, so, as we know, Huang in Bloom has joined. Uh, so just watching some videos on him, he's that playmaker sort of attacking presence we've been missing, you know, it, it, reminiscence of Podence, you know, short, quick on the feet, quick to turn. He runs at the players, uh, definitely a player we've been missing. <laughs> Uh, especially yep. last season. Um, boys, your thoughts on that? You go, Chris. I mean, I was going to say, I don't really know much about him. So um, not really, I can't really comment too much, but if he's like what you're saying, he is, you know, attacking to the ball, getting to the uh, uh, players and just um, being that midfielder that needs, that tries to get the ball off people, then, it would be. It's a good addition. Uh, we haven't obviously seen much of that, and you know, Fortunis is basically uh, uh, a, an injury every every second every second day. So it'd be good to have someone like that that hopefully isn't injury prone and can stay fit and provide the goods for Olympiagos. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. Um, he he is, I think, the direct replacement for Guilherme, based off what I've been seeing on social media in terms <laughs> of stats, very similar to Guilherme. Um, who we lost, okay. obviously, a few years ago. Um, yeah, the, if you oh, look at some of the then. stats on him, yeah, if, if you look at some of the stats of him, of him very, very similar to Guillermo. It's almost identical in terms of his stats and Guillermo's stats for us. So it looks like that's the role he's going to be playing for us. And I, I'm quite excited. He looks like a, a good little player. Looks like he's an exciting player. So yeah, let's see how he fits in. Also, uh, Doron Leidner. A uh, young Lina. Israeli, like <laughs> young Israeli prospect, has joined as well. Uh, he's a left back, so hopefully a kick up the ass for Oleg Reopchuk. Uh, but all of a sudden, a position that was lacking is now a bit a bit 
full there. We got yeah, need to fill that Real Choc, Leina, Kutris, and Kitsos. Yeah. Wow. So uh, Carlos has his work cut work cut out for him, I reckon, with that position, definitely. Um, yeah. Who would you like to see as our main left back, guys? Who who would you put out there? So we we obviously got four guys that are fairly young. Oh, I thought Kutris is uh, twenty seven now. That's <laughs> still he's got a lot left in the tank. So we got four guys out there. Who, who would um, you be putting out? Kutris. One hundred. Yep. Um. I, yeah, go on, Chrisos. I like the uh the Greek presence. So if there's any, I would definitely. I just feel like in those teams, it's good to have at least one, two, or three Greeks in the starting eleven. And I would definitely put uh, Leandro Kutris in there. One hundred percent. Um. Yeah. Well, the thing I'm a bit conflicted about this because based off what I was listening to, it sounds like the fullbacks are going to be very attacking. Um, they're going to be going up the pitch a lot because of the three sort of centre backs. Um, in whilst we've got possession, so we want someone who's going to be good going forward. Simikas was an absolute gun. How good would it be to have him in that role? Um, but no, I, I don't think that the really fits that role. He's not the best going forward. He's a good defender, but going forward, he's <laughs> not the yeah, he's not the full package. So, yeah. I, personally, I'd love to see Kutris, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, so that leaves me sort of torn between you know Leidner and Kitsos. I want to. I haven't seen Leidner play, so I I, th- I think that's who will start on the on Friday. Leidner, I feel like he. Yeah. Might, I, I have a feeling he might start if it's not Ryabchuk. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that position because we've got four players there now. You'd think one of them would be leaving at least because four is too many to have in a position. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens there. Good insight, that one. Um, yeah, I'm very uh, excited. I'm very excited to see the lineup. Yeah, very excited yeah, to see. It. Yeah, um, me too. Personally, what I would like to see it'd be between Gitsos and Leidner. Yeah, yeah. What I, I think agree. will happen is Raupchuk. I still think he's going to put him out. Who knows? Who knows? Let's wait and see. But hopefully, Carlos goes down to the training ground. Opios. Whoever's grabbing the chance by the Archivia, yes, put him in. I don't care. That's if it. Gets Take off. risks, man. I, do, I don't care. Yeah, good coach. I don't care who it is. If you th- if Carlos thinks he'll get the job done for what he wants, put him in. Take a mm-hmm. risk. Put Gitsos on. I don't care. That's it. Take a risk. Oh, that's all I want. Take we, a risk. Well, from, Give us something what, different. Yeah, that's it. What we saw from Gitsos last season, he's not scared. He'll, you know, he'll run. We'll tackle, it doesn't care. We'll take the opportunity yep, by exactly. the course. That's what we need. Yep, exactly. it's some passion, some gut, some gut. That's it, mate. Yeah, that's it. All righty. Well, just uh, recent transfer news to be honest, that's just come out not too long ago. Samuel Umtiti is very close to Olivia Corsa, apparently. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. That would, yeah, that's a, a good signing. Uh, however, the question has to be asked. We won't be looking for a centre back unless someone's leaving. So, Papa Abu Sise linked with a Newcastle move. Uh, guys, what do you think of Umtiti and what do you think of uh, Sise going to Newcastle if this is all true? Definitely well, good for both parties, 100%. Uh, Sise is good, but he's got a bit of a follow on him. So, uh, I think it would be good for both parties. 
Uh, any player going to the Premier League? Obviously, he's obviously not going to say no to playing the Premier League. So, and it's a good replacement. I'm telling you, a ball playing defender, big and strong. Uh, he's basically a direct replacement, big and strong, and it's got yeah. the same the same sort of build. And I'm just I'm actually just very excited to see who he would link him up next. Is it going to be Manolas? Is it going to be Socrates? Who's going to be next to him? Or is he going to be even coming off the bench? Imagine Samuel Amtiti coming off the bench. So he's also got, you know, experience playing with some of the best players in the world at Barca. So he can obviously bring that bring that experience to the young lads and to the even to the veterans and just provide that leadership role as well. We've got so many leaders in the squad. It'd be great to have another one. Well, yeah, um, Chris will set it perfectly with the ball-playing defender. With Cordoban's system, it seems like we're going to be building out from the back, and we don't really have the greatest ball-playing defenders at the moment. Uh, we've got good defenders, but not the best ball-playing ones. So he, that's I think that's why we're probably interested in him. And, yeah, and I, I don't know how he's going to set up, but maybe we'll see him, Manolas and Socrates, as a back three throughout the season. Um, I don't know how how this back three sort of works, but that could be that. I think that's the reason why we're looking into him because of his ball playing skills. Hmm. Yeah. And what do you think of uh, Cece leaving? If, if that's true. Well, Cece is a gun. I love him. I'm sure we all love him. He's, <laughs> he's been yeah. there for so long. He's almost like, you almost consider him as one of us now. Um, Cece. Um, but I read that it could be for around ten million. So if we're getting ten million for CSA right now after COVID and after everything that's happened, I'm not saying you've, no. almost, you've obviously yeah you're not going to say no to that. No, he's yeah, a well, gun. He's he's, we'll find he's, out. he's our most valuable asset at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. He's the only one I could say they're going for <laughs> quite a bit of yep. Muller. Um, yep. I mean, the last uh, against Maccabi Haifa, CSA was. Sleeping while playing as well. Yeah, I think um, that was just the whole team, to be honest. I, I feel like Manolas and Cesar could have done better with the second and third goal. I, I think Manolas had a brain fart because I don't know he, he he played really well the whole game, but um, couple silly errors, yeah, yeah. couple couple silly errors. Yeah, I, we, we need to find. Well, I think Carlos needs to find that pair. That yeah. he's going to stick with. Um, yep. Obviously, Olympiacos fans want it to be Manolas, um, and and whoever. Well, it's going to be three. Going. It looks like, well, unless he plays like an Envilla as another three. one. I don't know. I don't want Envilla at the back, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't really know yeah. how this system works. It's it's a bit of a weird. I, I it could. Wait and see. Yeah. I mean, we I could be keeping be a... Cisse. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Well, um, that that brings us to the next player as well. Larson, someone who I'm very excited about if Takino goes. Um, yeah, he's looking like a very good prospect. If he's anything like value. his dad, then that's it. We'd be happy. We've got a big player. Yeah, he's he's got a good market value of eight million. His market value this time last year was like sixteen million, I believe. So he obviously he's obviously a good player. Um he's scored a lot of goals in Russia and wherever he's gone. Um I'm excited to see someone like that. That's he's he's not he's young, he's not old. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you boys see it, but I'm quite excited about this one if we get him. It looks like he's very, very close. Yeah, a bit excited. I'm excited as well, definitely. I didn't uh, read too much on that, but if you guys are excited, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking That's... of which, 
the attackers. Uh, no updates on Tiquinho left. Uh, sorry. Yeah, no updates yet. Uh, last we heard, he's been linked with a move back to Brazil. Uh, Botafogo, I believe the team is. Yeah, Botafogo, uh, yeah. But of, yeah, there you go. Uh, 1.5 million. However, no, uh, nothing's come from it yet. Um, now, I'm sure you guys on Instagram listening uh, know that I am a bit of a fan of Tiquinho Suarez. Um, I personally don't want him, want to see him leave. Um, it's, it's more so what he's provided for us in the big games. So even against Atalanta, last season against Fenerbahce, home and away. But I think we could have made cuts elsewhere when it comes to the forward positions. Um, I think I think Suarez, we should hold on to. Obviously, we don't know what's happening with Yusuf El Arabi as well. Mm. This might be his last season. You know, he's 35. He's going to be 36 next year. Yep. So who knows? I mean, we, we still got Hassan in the squad. We got Kamara up front. So yeah, there's, a, there's a few things going on there that, uh, yeah, look, Carlos has got his work cut out for him. Oh, he we, we've, we've got such an inflated squad. We, we have mm. too many players in the same position and we got too many types of the same player in the same yeah. position. Well. Yeah. It's, it's a... Yeah, it's a bit of a mess. Um, well, that, that brings me to ask you boys a question. Out of the players who aren't in the squad right now, if you could bring three back, who would you be bringing back? Simikas is one. No, no, not not as in like old players, as in players who are like in the like current squad, but they're not in like the team right now, like the Fortunises, the uh, Fortunis, those sort of players. Uh, for, yeah, Fortunis, definitely. Um, I don't know what the situation is with Randelevich, but I like him. So He's in the squad. He's in the team. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, so Fortunis, definitely. That's probably the main one, really. I'd like to just really yeah. see Fortunis back, to be honest, back on his uh, feet, uh, getting that confidence back. I think we all want to see Fortunis. And I'd also say I'd, I'd want to see Corbaran bring Vrusai back. I think he's mm-hmm. got a lot of potential. Yep. Yeah, Vrusai's good too. From what I've been hearing about how the way he sets up, I'd also like to see Pepe be given another shot. Um, or even Kutris as well at left back. So they're, they're my yep. ones I'd go for. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd probably go with uh, Fortunis, Vrusai. I'd, I'd like to see Lovera one more time, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, Lovera as well. Good player. I, I just want to say, because uh, uh, Christos, he's been playing for Omonia, I believe. Yeah, he has. Omonia? Lovera, yeah. yeah. He was in Cyprus for a bit, yeah. So he yeah. obviously came back from the loan, but. Yeah, yeah, I was think, in Cyprus I, for a bit. I think Omonia still want him. They they really rate him. And um, look, if he's he's not going to be in the plans, like let him then go. Why but not? I, yeah. I'd still like to see him. Uh, Pepe, yeah. I'm very interested as well. I mean, you know, I just want to see where he's at. Yeah, yep. um, heard good things as well. Um, yep. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's another thing. You know, Martin's causing a bit of riffraff with. Players, uh, I don't know if uh, I think a lot of damage. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, I think that's all for the transfers. I don't think there's any other rumors. Um, well, there's also that Bardi. Um, 
player. Oh, yeah, the, the Levante left winger. Yeah, Cam, yeah. Or Cam winger or whatever. He looks like a decent player. He does. He does. Uh, whether he's actually going to get over to us, who knows? Um, yep. Again, we, we discussed it before, Liam. I won't believe it until I see yeah, yeah. <laughs> a video on the Olympiacos page, them juggling a deflated ball. That's I'm it. Not it. <laughs> until yeah. I see that video, let that be stevo. Exactly. Asta, Asta, mate. Um, all right. Well, let's, re- all let's preview right. the game, eh? Let's Coming preview up. our game. So Friday, 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We have our third qualifying, our first leg of the third qualifying round of the Europa League against Slovan Bratislava. Now, yep. we versed them last season to qualify for the Europa League. Uh, we obviously won. Um, a familiar face in that squad, Vladimir Weiss, who used to play for us, but uh, I believe yep. he's injured, so he won't be there. Hmm. Um, boys, what do you think of the, the game? Should be good. I think we, at the Karaskaki, need to get two or three goals to, at the hmm. Karaskaki. That's our fortress. That's our home. We play a lot better there. We need, we need to just get two or three goals comfortably just so that we don't have to panic in that uh, away leg or concede four goals again and just um, sit comfortably in that win. And I definitely think we can. They're not really like a strong side. Olympiagos is definitely better. I mean, we said the same thing about Maccabi and look what happened. But I think that after that game, they're going to go, I reckon, 200% and put their foot on the pedal and get that and get that win for the, for the three loss because they know that Europa League is their competition. They don't want to be playing in Conference League and traveling to Liechtenstein and Moldova. They want to be in the Europa League, traveling to England and Germany and Spain and showing to the Europe and to the world that Olympiagos are still a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, that's Beautifully. well said. Beautifully um, put. Well said. I'm, I'm just... I don't really have any expectations. I don't have any predictions. I just... Um, I don't. I don't know what sort of expectations we can have, considering what's happened the last week with Maccabi, new coach, all these players in and out. I'm just, yeah. I, I honestly don't know. It's it could go both ways. Hopefully we win, um, but let's find out. I'm just excited to see what happens. Um, how we set up, how we, how our style is going to be, and what players are going to be used. I agree with you with that one. It is a very exciting uh, game coming up. I tell you what, because after last week, we weren't too excited on anything, but obviously yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so some new players coming in, new coach, a breath of fresh air. You know, let's uh, let's let's head out to the Karaskaki. Hopefully the fans get behind the team. That's another yeah. thing. Um, and, uh, you know, we saw that interview with Manolas after the game and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his face said it all. His face said his it face all. during the game said yeah. it all. <laughs> he was like, Why did I come uh, back for this? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He was like, This is the yellow. Anyway, let's not make yep. him say that. Um, but <laughs> you know, I have a uh, let's open mind. I'm just That's very it. We gotta, curious. I'm gotta very be patient, curious, yeah. gotta show our support. That's just what you do as fans. Be patient. Yep, that, yeah, exactly. You bought money and out of D. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We've got to just, yeah. there's not much, there shouldn't be much pressure on Carlos because 
He hasn't had preseason. Okay. He's had three trainings to get them prepared for this game. He doesn't. He's got a bloody forty-five fucking players in the, yeah. in the squad, whatever he's got. So <laughs> yeah, no it. pressure. <laughs> let's just let's just see what happens. That's yes, it. that's it. Um, okay, predictions for the game, Chrisos. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my uh, three 0 to uh, Olympiagos, and I'm gonna Chrisos go with Elarabi. El Arabi double. And, <laughs> yep, El Arabi double if he starts. Hopefully he starts. And I'm going to go with a goal for Masuras just to annoy you. Masuras to score. Oh, Liam? <laughs> well, I said I don't really have a prediction but because I don't really know what to expect. But just make say, one. Say, right. I'm going yeah, to say 2-0 Olympiacos. Um, goal scorers? You know what? We're going to spice it up. Juan on his goal on his debut. Juan's going to score. Ooh. And we're gonna say Masuras as well. Yes, yes I'd love for him to score. That would be great. <laughs> you guys are on Dreamland. <laughs> <laughs> when he scores, we'll see who's in Dreamland. Then that's it. <laughs> I'm turning off the TV. <laughs> going to bed. They're going to work at that point. Anyway, um, I'm going for a. Sorry, sorry, Liam. What did you say? Three 0 2-0. I'm going 4-0. Just, just, just to be... To, to us or to Slovan? <laughs> to us. <laughs> yeah, who's going uh, to no. score? Who's going to score? I got a double from El Arabi. Yep. Got Madi Kamara. Yep. And Randelovic. There we go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Solid. Hopefully Randelovic starts. I hope Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, Me too. Like, I, in, love, in, I love Lazar. Yeah, if Same. Carlos wants more pace and attack down the flanks, then it's a no-brainer. He's the only <laughs> eligible one there. And Masuras. Not Hasuras. Mr. No. Mr. Hospital. Barry <laughs> Rodriguez. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my god. I forgot he's our bloody player. I forgot I forgot he existed, oh, to be honest. Yeah. Well you <laughs> might yassip him, uh, Liam. <laughs> You've must yassip the bloody. Oh That's yeah. Why he oh, yeah. He's 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 gonna get injured now again, anyways. <laughs> Him and Fortunis must be best mates so. <laughs> in hospital together. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, we got some questions sent to our to the Thrillos Global Instagram. Here we go. And uh, as we speak, even more coming through. Look at that. All right. Wow, really? Jeez. Yeah. We got uh, two questions from the beautiful Eleanor. We got, which has been your favorite Olympiacos team from the past 10 years and why? Oof. Damn. I think um, everyone here knows my one, but because did you want me to go first, Liam? You guys. Well, yeah, I think we're, we're going to say the same thing, 1920. Uh, or, <laughs> 1920, or, I was going to say that, yeah. Got a Gostaki. Yeah, Chris's favorite one is the one Upper Well Smack. No, not that yeah. one. Um, 19, <laughs> well, 1920. Is t- or 2013 with where that year we had Dominguez and all that, and we beat oh, Dominguez. What a throwback! Was that 2013, we, we lost to Man United that 3 0 at Old Trafford. That was, a, that was a good team as well. Jeez, what a throwback! Yeah, that is a Cambiasso. Oh, yeah. Who, who would you say, um, boys? What team would you say? 1920, 100%. Yeah, 
That's what that's what made Simica sign for Liverpool. So nineteen twenty. Hundred percent. For me, yeah. it's between three squads. Yep. Um <clears throat> the first one obviously nineteen twenty. Why? Because they could honestly take anyone on back then. The most fearless squad I've seen. Not yeah. not of all time, but you know, uh, we're we're amongst the younger fans. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, that squad, and that was you know a squad that made us dream, made us believe. You know, so how they made us feel, you know, will be you know. Hopefully, hopefully Carlos can replicate that. Um, another one of my favorite teams was the O nine and ten squads. Mm. Uh, we had uh, who do we have? We had Melberg, Galicios, yeah. Stoltidis, Galetti, Matt Derbyshire, Diogo, Zairi, Mitroglou, Avram Papadopoulos. That was just a gun. Uh, Mitroglou, throwback again. <laughs> throwback again. And uh, that, that team to, went to the round of 16 in Champions League. Yep. Uh, knock, knocked out to. Uh, Bordeaux, mm. Bordeaux friends, and obviously we beat Arsenal in that one as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, a, a personal favorite one of mine because uh, when I first started playing FIFA, my first one was FIFA Seven. So mm. the two thousand six to seven squad, um, Chrisos, we had Michalis Kosandinu and Ioannis Okas in the team. If you yeah, remember, Kipre. That. that's what we like to Kipre. hear. That's it. So, how was your first FIFA 07 and you're older than me? My first FIFA was 05. Oh, on the play, on the, on the, my, 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 my parents were a little bit stricter than yours, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I was into rugby league, the NRL, when I was very young. I got soccer in, in, into football a bit later on. Good choice. Anyway, uh, next, next, qu- question next question from Eleanor was, what are your expectations for the new manager? I think we've great covered question. that. I think we've great covered que- I've covered it. So Yeah, it's a great question. We've talked briefly about it the whole time. I don't know. I, I think the expectations have to go back to Greece for this season. I think it's a bit unfair to give him a European expectation mm-hmm. with how he's come in. I think it's just to win the league and possibly even the cup, and we will be happy so that we get that Champions League qualification next season mm-hmm. um i think that's the goal yeah i think, I think that's um, the goal for every manager yeah. yeah the expectations would be to recreate that foundation with the fan exactly. base really get yeah. them back into the stadiums get them back behind the team what what are the expectations are for the team itself would be just really create a strong bond and chemistry you know get the toxicity out of there yep top you of know, the league as well would be nice yeah Get get people playing for the the Simea again of Olivia, of course. Yeah, not just for the, um, the Hrima. That's it, mate. That's yep. it. Uh, yep. Next question from th seven underscore io. Um, who is the new coach, and what has he done for the other clubs? Um, yeah, I think so we, we touched that. up on that earlier. Yeah, so yeah. Just real quick, he is Carlos. Um, Corberan and he's coached Huddersfield Town and he's taken them to the playoff finals in the championship yep. there. Coached in Cyprus as well, assistant coach under Marcelo Biosa. So, not a bad resume. 
So Not a bad resume. We'll see, see. We, we'll see how we'll see how he does. Yeah. This <laughs> this next question is from Vrushank.m. <laughs> yeah, last set. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Liam. This is one of my mates. So yep. Liam, can, can Chase be the next striker for Libya? Of course, or is Darwin Nunes the time? <laughs> Darwin Nunes, one hundred percent. That's a bit of a that's a bit of a personal joke. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a personal joke that I don't think many people understand. Darwin Nunes to Olivia, of course. He wanted me to say that. So, yeah, Darwin Nunes to Olivia. I would love that. Oh, there, there you go, Vrushank. <laughs> <laughs> Next question from Vatsalved23. Yeah, one of my mates, yeah. <laughs> We're skipping past it. Next, next question. Uh, um, Axel Kaplan. When is Lovera making a return? Uh, all right. Yeah, so this is another one of my mates. Massive fan of Lovetta. Massive oh, really? fan of Lovetta. He's an Argentinian mate of mine. And ever since mm. Lovetta joined the Libya course, he's been getting behind it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he loves Lovetta. He's been sending him Instagram DMs. He's, <laughs> Lovetta's brother actually replied to one of his comments one time. Lovetta Stan. What's the question? When's he coming back? When is Lovetta making a return? Well, when uh, I'm wanting, if I'm wanting, if I'm wanting, I don't want him soon. But if I'm wanting, I want him. He's going to a money, and I don't want him to go to money because that means your, your friend will become an ammonia fan, and we don't want any more ammonia yeah. fans, to be honest. That's it. Well, uh, there's no update on Lavera as we speak, uh, so that's that. Uh, we'll next call question. Carlos. We'll call Carlos and we we'll get back. <laughs> we'll to him. let him know. Yeah. Um, next question from Adam underscore. Stick Oh no, this is gonna yeah, be, here we go. This is another, gonna be uh, another grass. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I have a date coming up. Any advice, lads, specifically from Liam? <laughs> What's his Just, background? Is he uh, he's, he's, he's Israeli? He's, he, his dad supports Haifa or something. He'll okay, well, uh, um, my advice would be to change your nationality first and then we can, um, <laughs> then we can talk. <laughs> Uh, my advice to him is we're um, fucking cancelled. My, <laughs> my advice to him is text SVA. That's my that's my advice. No, honestly, if you want some what advice, I'll give you Liam? I'll give you some young blood advice. Sorry, you boys won't understand that one. That's a bit of a. I'll uh, I'll give you some young yeah, some young blood advice. Um, be and be yourself. Be a man. You know, open the door for her. Pay for the dinner if it's a dinner. Just be a man and uh, don't pussy out of it. Once you've committed to the date. You're doing the date. Doesn't matter where it is or what it is. Even if it's at Sunshine, just you got to go to Sunshine. Too bad. <laughs> uh, there you go. Date advice. There you go. There you go, Adam. The the only thing I could suggest is you should definitely take her to Macca's. Take her to Skaki. Take her to Macca's, mate. KFC drive through. That's where you meet if some she, people. Don't if she sticks around after a Macca's date, she's the one. Especially okay. if it's the first date. <laughs> Uh, next question. Uh, I'm not even gonna try. Oh, just give it a while. It's K A I W three and Z three L. Question oh, for please. Liam: <laughs> How are the engineering birds treating you? How are the engineering what birds? How are the engineering birds <laughs> treating you? Man, Liam's Liam's getting blushing. Uh, questions tonight. Oh man, I don't know how to reply to that. Not. Success rate right now, not the not the greatest, not the greatest for the, the yeah. not the greatest for the bloke who asked the question either. So 
Yeah. She's in the you're in negotiations right now. You just got to secure the transfer. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <clears throat> a couple loan spells. Uh, now we actually have a a proper question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank <good>. God. <laughs> Tony Pep Valavanis, uh, do we need to finally look at changing the model of the club and focus on player development? That's great. a good question, Tony. Who wants to take that one? That's a great question. Um, I reckon. I reckon we can all have a stint. We can all have a stint well, at it. Well, um, that's a good question. Look, I think the clubs like Ajax as well from the Netherlands, like they're their club is model is heavily involved on the youth. So they spend a lot of money developing the youth, finding youngsters, building them up. Um, I don't think our problem is finding the youth. Our problem is playing them. Um, I think Olympiacos should invest time bringing up these youngsters, especially the Greek Youngsters, because, uh, you know, they, they got to get to a stage where they can perform in the first team and perform for the ethnic or mother, you know. Like, it's, it's you know, that that's that's how these Greek players come about. You know, we, you know players like Socrates and Manolas left Greece very young and they, they, they built up elsewhere. Um, I don't know about changing the entire model because... We can't at the same time risk not winning the league uh, because the only way we're going to play Europe, European football at a, a you know Champions League or Europa League is if we actually win the league. That's yeah. the way the the Greek league is at the moment. That's yeah, that's the sad reality, and that's that we were that discussing is. this the other day. That yeah, like as much as we want to change things and take some risks and possibly finish second, but back in the day we would have been able to qualify for the Champions League and all that and Europa League by finishing second. Can't now, so can't really take that many risks. It's yeah, it's it's a bit sad, but you're 100 right with what you're saying. Um, the the thing I'd want to see change in the club is a bit more emphasis on um on really like scouting and looking at younger kids, especially even Greek kids, and giving them giving them a, a go just right when they're young, just chuck them in 17, 18, who cares? Give them a chance, see what see what they can do. Um, give them a chance in the big games. That's one thing yeah. I'd possibly, and I hope Cordoban implements that and uh, takes some risks. That's that's yeah. what I want to say. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I don't really want to change any philosophy or any anything into the club, but I feel that youth development would be a good thing. I feel like it's kind of sort of a Sydney FC thing where they like to get all the oldies and don't invest in the youth. Uh, it would be good to invest in the youth because back again on CJ's point, for the ethnic your mother, we, we want the glory days back. You know, we want to challenge the Euros, get out of the group stage in the World Cup. And obviously the best players are going to come from the best club in Greece. So if we can develop the youth and and produce some quality players for the ethnic your mother alongside the likes of Limnios, Simikas and the other young lads that we have at the moment, then we can definitely be a force to be reckoned with. Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed with you. And Olympiacos do have some really good young talent, you know, Gitsos, Balgayanis, but he's been loaned out. We, you know, like the loans are fine as well, but Pinakas, Surlis, you know. Yep, yep. The quicker these guys could get, get some football, the better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, last question. Uh, <clears throat> just underscore Nick7. 
Πιστεύετε είναι καλύτερο για τον Ολυμπιακό να είναι στους όμιλους του Conference ή του Europa League? Well, so yeah, I read out... I, so, I remember sorry, we answered this question last week. Sorry, go on. Are you answering uh, this in English or Greek? Yeah, yeah no, no, that question was in Greek, but just for everyone that doesn't know, basically, just underscore Nick is asking, do you guys believe for Olympiakos that Conference League group stages are better or the Europa League? Well, uh, go ahead, Liam. Yeah, well, we answered this last week where we said, I read that question, I saw it on Facebook, um, that question, and I think we answered, we basically said that, no, it would be better to... To be in the Europa League, obviously, where we're, we're better than the Conference League. Um, yeah. We're definitely good enough to be in the Europa League and challenge in the Europa League. So that's, I think that's where we want to be. Um, like, obviously, we could win the Conference League, you know, and do really well in that. But do we really want to do that when, like, does it really feel like a European trophy if we win that? Like, uh, the Europa League just, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's much better to be in the Europa League. That's the way I see it. And we're definitely a club that should be in the Europa yeah. League. So, yeah. Um, uh, Tristos, what do you think? I'll do a bit of Greek and English because he asked it in Greek, so I can do it yeah. in English and Greek. Um, I'll start in English. I feel that Europa League. I've mentioned this literally in this in this episode that we're not a club to be playing Conference League. You know, I feel like Conference League is for those small clubs that never got to make Champions League, never got to make Europa League, and that's their competition. So, if, like, you look, saw it won it last year. I think it was Roma that won it last year. They're not a Conference League side either. So, I feel that for Olympiagos, the Europa League is their best bet. And it also points-wise, if we want to get first and second to come back into Champions League, we need the points to do that. And you're going to get more points being in the Europa League than you will in the Conference League. But, uh, yeah, Bistevo in a Galitera, Nabamesto Europa League, the Emoste, the Biomegali of Mother, Stinalada, and Bezemeso Conference League, Bezememe. Μικρές ομάδες, μικρές χώρες. Είναι καλύτερα να πάμε στο Europa League, να πιάσουμε παραπάνω βαθμούς, να πάμε και πρώτη και δεύτερη στο Champions League. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you said it very I, well. I agree with both of you guys. Uh, Europa League. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, so pretty much just over an hour, boys. Um, I think that's it. See, that, that flew by. Great episode. Flew by. And yep. Thanks to those Malakis of my friends for those stupid <laughs> questions. <laughs> hey, yeah, th- thanks it, everyone. It's going to make it interesting. It's okay. Uh, we'll get CJ's or your mates on next time, Chris. We'll get them to get some questions, target you next time. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure of it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to our third episode. Um, appreciate all the questions. Appreciate all the listeners as well. Uh, don't forget Olympiakos take on Slovan Bratislava this Friday. Um, winner goes to the fourth round to either versus Maccabi Haifa again or oh, uh, Limostal from Cyprus. Yes. All right, boys. Thanks, everyone, for listening and good night, everyone. Yeah, Kalanikta, buenas noches, buen nuit. Yasas. <laughs>